0: You're now tuned in for another episode of the Uncut, Unedited, Uncircumcised, Filthy Podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy, you filthy animal.
1: up guys this is another episode of the uncut unedited uncircumcised filthy podcast and when I tell you this is probably one of the most exciting episodes I have this is not a lie so obviously you guys have heard a couple of weeks ago we got a new intro it sounds awesome and now I'm happy to say that the man behind the intro has agreed to do a podcast with us here he is currently blowing up on TikTok. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, 600,000 followers. He hit three million followers about two mornings ago. So this is awesome. I'm very excited about this. It was a good interview ahead. And without further ado, I got with me from TikTok, Mr. Hamilton. How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: not too bad. That's that's a quality microphone you got there.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I, I
1: saved up for it. I was yeah.
0: wanting to get into the podcast business, so I decided I would get a fancy little microphone.
1: Yeah, it's it's a fun business to be in because it can lead you to opportunities like this. And I got to say, it's pretty exciting to have you on here because there's a lot of people that I know personally, especially my, my girlfriend and my sister. They are like obsessed with you and <laughs> <laughs> the, the ham dance and all that. So they're all about Wow. So this is going to be, this is awesome. (laughs) So basically for people that don't know you, why don't you just give a little background what you do and basically just stuff like that.
0: Well, um, for those that don't know, which is probably most everybody I am, is Casey Hamilton. I am 25 years old, born in the small town of Plant City, Florida. And most people don't know Plant City, Florida. They're not really that familiar. Um, we just say Tampa. Okay. But if you if you know, um, if you've ever been to the Strawberry Festival, um, Plant City is the strawberry capital of the winter strawberry capital of wow. the world. That's quite <laughs> literally all we're known for. So I was born in this tiny little podunk southern small Florida town. And, um, just decided to get into teaching because my theater career didn't pan out. Um, and figured out that I love teaching. So I started teaching when I was 22. I graduated from college in 2017. A week later I was hired. Um, yeah, they, I'm at my old high school teaching. I teach TV productions technology, which, um, Basically means we make the morning show for the school and we also make supplemental videos for, you know, film contests that we do in the area. Um, I just try to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. And then the quarantine hit. Oh, yeah. And I was holed up in my apartment not knowing what to do because we had already learned everything we needed to learn by that point for the exam. And I wasn't going to fail anybody for the fourth nine weeks during a global pandemic. So I was I was going to end up in the paper for Killing somebody if I didn't find an outlet. <laughs> so then I just started TikToking aggressively, and that was history. Yeah.
1: Now, so I remember, like, I remember when I first started seeing your videos, but do you have a moment, like, do you know which, like, what was your first TikTok that really gained a lot of clout where it was like you really started to see like a large increase in followers?
0: I know exactly which ones (laughs) it's a few of them it's an interesting incline that Mm. i've had because i know the exact date that everything changed um in april i don't know the exact date in april um i had a video in april where i dressed i had a (laughs) i had a pink shirt and shorts that looked like patrick stars shorts from Mm. spongebob and i did a riff on uh megan the savage's savage (laughs) megan the, the stallion's savage Um, I said, I'm uh, a savage, classy, bougie Patrick. And then I walked by the camera and I saw how I looked and I just started laughing my absolute ass off because I couldn't believe what I looked like. (laughs) (laughs) And that got like 500,000 views. And I was like, oh, that's my claim to fame. I'm the Patrick guy. Okay, cool. Um, and I had a steady, slow increase to 30,000 followers over a Mm -hmm. a month. And I was thrilled with that. I was thrilled with being a little underground cult phenomenon. Then May 14th, and I'm not kidding, May 14th, I had less than 30,000 followers. That was um, the Hey There Delilah video that went way back. It seems like forever ago. It really wasn't way back when. But I had a Hey There Delilah thing that I had read on Facebook
1: mm-hmm.
0: and decided to do. And it got a million. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and then... The like t- three days later was the bucket for the mop one <laughs> oh, with the box. Yeah. And then the next day was like the silly goose one. And then the next day was I had four get over a million in the span of like eight days. And I was like, all right. Okay. Yeah. Now you got to be clean, wholesome. You know, you got to make sure you mind your P's and Q's because you're a teacher still, you know, you don't know where this is going to go, but yeah. Shoot.
1: So where got it
0: in. And then Lizzo. Oh, yes. That's that what was... I was going
1: to ask you about. Because that one, I feel like that's where it was like, oh, shit. He got Lizzo to do at him back. This is a big deal. That was
0: crazy. Well, the first like big TikToker I had to do at me was Christine snaps. Okay. And I was like, nice. That's nice. I didn't think you would notice me at all. I had like maybe 60,000 followers and she had 3 million. Wow. Oh, my Lord. And then I was at 400,000. And then I found out I was actually in the tattoo part where I was planning on getting four tattoos. Oh. Um, And then I found out that she had duetted me. I was in the tattoo chair and then I decided to get a fifth one, which was her signature. So I got her signature tattooed on my right that's side.
1: Awesome.
0: And it hurt. <laughs> it hurt way more than I thought it would.
1: Yeah. But I mean, that's, I mean, that's how it all gets started. And I, like, like you said, you listed off all those, It just took a couple of videos and you know, yeah. from there it just, it takes off.
0: The snowball effect is insane on oh, TikTok. Oh, yeah.
1: It's just, it's crazy how some people go, like, it basically goes from from nothing to something like that. It could be just one video that it, yeah. they take off.
0: I love the ones, I love the TikTokers that have, like, they have one video blow up, and then they're kind of pigeonholed in that little niche content. Yeah. The best one that I can think of, and she's doing a real good job of branching out, would be um, Hope Herps with Margot the Bearded yes. Dragon. And now, like as soon as I said Margot, I guarantee you there's a bunch of people that are like, oh, oh
1: yeah. I can't oh, that one. Yeah, because there's but, some people that are stuck in, like, they just dance or they just sing. But I feel like that's what I feel like people like most about you is you put out a wide array of content <laughs> every day.
0: I'm just, I got a lot of, got a lot of energy. Well, that, that's get gonna go going to go out. a
1: long way though. So besides Lizzo, do you have anybody um, like very famous that either follows you or has duetted you or liked one of your videos that you know of?
0: Um, <laughs> Eric Andre saw my bucket for the mop one on Instagram. He liked it. And I almost <laughs> pissed myself because Eric Andre is a personal yeah. hero of mine. He is an absolute genius. Um, there's also Mothika music. I, her music speaks to okay. me. And we have started a correspondence through TikTok. Also Megan Anderson, the MMA yeah. fighter. <laughs> she was like, can we be friends? And I was like, yeah, of course. I, if we are in public, you can fight yeah. people for me. I can be as big of an asshole as I want. And then you can yeah. fight them.
1: That's it's like what a I'll personal say. bodyguard almost. so now i think what's the next goal we want we want justin timberlake to like the ham dance since you've used his song so many times now oh
0: yeah that would be good
1: it'll happen eventually for sure yeah uh, that's i mean i see just so many people duet them and then you just i mean you did them in so many different places when you were on the the ham tour did you want yeah. you want to elaborate on that a little bit because I thought that was a very cool concept especially with a global pandemic going on someone saying that I'm going to go <laughs> from town to town <laughs> and meet some fans
0: it wasn't supposed to all right this is a this is a this is a first and this is an exclusive exclusive information only heard here um, the <laughs> all right the trip was very impromptu um, I wasn't even planning to go on like that big of a loop. I was originally just supposed to go to col Like it was a, supposed to be a straight shot to Colorado to see a girl. Mm-hmm. I was meeting a girl. That was the whole reason for the trip. And I was going to pay for it myself. I was going to completely fund it myself. I was budgeting it out. I was, you know, I was like, all right, I'll go live here. I'll do some cameos here. I'll figure out a way to raise the money. Um, and then I asked my TikTok people like, is there any way I can make some extra cash? Can I do some videos for you guys? And they just were like, and I told them I want to go on a road trip. And they said, start a GoFundMe, start a GoFundMe, start a GoFundMe. Why haven't you started a go fund me yet? So I did. I asked for a thousand dollars. I got like 3000 wow. and I was like, Oh Jesus. So now I, now it's evolved into something else. Uh, I have to, you know, along the way meet some fans, and it and it, maybe I'll meet some TikTokers along the way. Okay, it just sort of happened. Yeah. Everything that happened just sort of happened. And then two days before the trip, I found out that I was getting
1: catfished.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, so like oh. I already I have all this money. I have all this money that these people have given me to go take this frivolous <laughs> road trip. And I'm like, I can't not, I can't back out of it now. So I'm I guess I'm not stopping at her place. So it just became this, it it became this whole thing. And I, that was when I realized that maybe this TikTok stuff has potential. Like maybe I can be an entertainer instead of a teacher because I I, I got recognized except for new Orleans ended in in new Orleans. That's an interesting area. I got recognized in every, I got recognized in every city, but new Orleans. Hmm. Like Lynchburg, Virginia, unfortunate name. <laughs> Ashflat, Arkansas. There, there are no people in Ashflat, Arkansas. <laughs> Why would I get recognized at the restaurant that I stopped at? That was when I was like, okay, this, you're, uh, you're oh, you're not anonymous
1: anymore. That's odd yeah.
0: coming from Plant City, Florida.
1: Yeah, and usually most things that come out of Florida aren't usually uh, the best.
0: Right, so, meth, meth,
1: yeah, meth, bath salts. meth, bath salts, meth, bath salts, and crime. <laughs> that's that's most of the things that like usually any article that starts with Florida man, Florida woman, not usually the greatest. Yeah, but
0: you can get a good tan yeah, though. But
1: usually not the greatest article to follow with that kind of headline.
0: Oh, but they're always so funny.
1: True, it is very true. <laughs> I have
0: a laptop out in front of me right now. Florida man articles from 2020, <laughs> just the latest. Um, wh- uh, f- Florida woman screams celebrity names during arrest, marijuana candies found in car. Huh. She resisted arrest and kept pulling away, screaming throughout the arrest, including yelling the names of famous <laughs> actors. But why
1: is the question? I and
0: mean, who did she yell?
1: Yeah. I mean, And they Mm -hmm. don't say that would have made it a lot better if we would have known. God, can we guess? (laughs) Yeah. Who, if you had to guess, if there was a woman on marijuana candies, getting arrested, screaming celebrity names, who would she be screaming?
0: Well, I assume she's calling out for help. She's calling out for (laughs) celebrity to help her. So who would you want to help you in this situation?
1: Me personally, I would say if I need someone to assist me, definitely Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I, yeah. Uh, he, he would be my number one go-to to, uh, for someone to come help me out. Either him or uh, I really love John Jones, the UFC fighter. I feel like he could really kick yeah. anyone's ass, so I would call on him as well. I like that. How about yourself? Who do you think?
0: I? I think I'm going to go for a different approach. I'm not going to go for fighters. I'm going to go for people with insane energy to scare the potential intruder okay. away. Oh man. The yeah, I'm the one that I can, the one that comes to my head is Ash Nico on TikTok. The one that has that song stupid boy. Think that I need him. <laughs> She's got some manic energy and I love her to death. I love yeah. her dearly. I wish she would notice me, but she never I'm will. sure it'll happen.
1: But um, yeah, here's what's crazy, though. You were talking about, you know, how you got the GoFundMe started. It's crazy mm. to see the amount of outpouring support that you get from your followers in such a short amount of time. Even besides the GoFundMe, I love the kitchen mail segments because the kitchen mail segments <laughs> are crazy. Some of the stuff that people send you or they come yeah. up with or, you know, people sending you things. Um, for your classroom or your other teachers, so like, what do you make of all that with people just coming with just you know, not holding back at all with what they send you? Oh man, today was the biggest shock
0: of all. I mean, this is still, I'm, <laughs> um, today I walk into my classroom and it's it, full. There's a pile, a quite literal pile of packages next to my desk. There was a garbage bag full of mail um, and just like boxes around it. And it's like they built a little box for it around this bigger bag of packages. And so what I've been doing is I've been putting items on my coworkers' classroom wish lists Mm -hmm. on my wish list so that it's all delivered to the same room. And then we just call them down. We have a little opening party, and that's what we did today. And I mean, some of the stuff we opened, I mean, uh, we got a loop deck, which is a dedicated editing console that you can plug in. It just makes everything more streamlined. That's like $350 um, or $250. We got like a floor to ceiling green screen, a wearable Steadicam. Wow. Holy crap. Um, a $600 360 degree camera. Hmm. I mean, these kids are going to walk into a brand new, they're, they're going to walk into a brand new class. Yeah and this is a title this is a title one school where I, I remember my first year I was living at home. I had paid off my student loans and I, you know, I have bought so many microphones out of pocket. I bought a drone out of my own pocket just to let the program use, um, another microphone like this I use for voiceovers in the class because we have to do narration sometimes. Um, and just to see, to see the outpouring of love from complete strangers wanting to pour all of this stuff—not only into my classroom, but into other classrooms as well—is so sobering yeah. and so humbling, and it gives me hope that it's going to suck so bad in the future.
1: Yeah, and especially at, at a time like this, where everything—all everything that's publicized—is so negative. Mm-hmm. So to see things like. A your videos in general, which never, never negative whatsoever, always a good vibe to them. But then you post videos where yeah. you where, it shows people's generosity. It kind of gives you like a little kick in the ass of hope going forward. Yes, With, that's what I know. would
0: love to. That's what I try to do. I try. I'm my. I figured this out very recently, but and on the road was when I decided to do all that tipping and stuff.
1: Yeah, I've been noticing that. And as a fellow server, I used to serve myself. It's I love videos like that, because especially at a time like this, serving is not as lucrative as it normally is. So if you could like just make it one person's day like that, that is it. I imagine it goes an extremely long way.
0: I would hope I would hope so. I mean, I initially started doing that because I was halfway through the trip and I, I don't really spend a whole lot of money on myself anyway. I live very minimalistically. Like the only things I really spend money on are tattoos. Yes. Um. And like I got my first tattoo in February and I already have 16. Wow.
1: That's, so, that's a, that's dedication <laughs> for sure.
0: That's uh, an, that's an addiction <laughs> is what that is. Um, so, I realized that I was going to have far too much money coming home from this that was supposed to be used on the trip. So I was like, all right, we figure out a way to spend it. So we just start tipping. For some reason, the word ridiculous kept coming into my head, like you tip a ridiculous amount. So I decided to, and I do this every time I go there. And, and this is what you guys don't see. I mean, you have seen it a, a couple when I tip that hairdresser yes. i when it's come when it comes time to do the tip i ask them how much do you want for your tip and they freak out and they piss about seven different kinds <laughs> of piss and they go um i whatever you want to give me is fine or like they'll go 15 percent, <laughs> and i look at them and i go Dollar amount, please. How much do you want for your tip? And they go whatever you want. And I go how much do you want for your tip? And rarely do they ever answer. And if they don't answer, then I just move on to another worker there, and I put it on them. And I go to their coworker and I go how much should I give them for their (laughs) tip? (laughs) And then they freak out. That happened in um, Altus, Oklahoma. I was with Dad Life, Jason, and um, his wife, Patience, who I love. They are some of the most genuine people I've ever met. And our server was great. We wanted to tip her. um, And so we did that thing where we asked, like, how much do you want? And we had to go through like four people to get a decent (laughs) answer. Like three of her coworkers were like, I don't know. That's a lot of pressure. And I was like, yeah, take the pressure, take the heat or get out of the kitchen. And so I was like, I finally, was like, do you have a manager that I can speak to? Where's the manager? (laughs) And, so they brought her manager who happened to be her father oh and so that was such a good sign for me because i wanted a ridiculous dollar amount for this tip yeah so i was like how much should i give your daughter for her tip she was a very great server today and he was like i don't know i mean she's my daughter so <laughs> i think she's i think she's worth a lot 200 and he just said 200 dollars, and i was like okay and just slap $200 on the table. And then we ran before they could get a reaction. Wow. That's what I do as well. I mm. don't like to see their reaction. I like to just imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's cooler for me that way. Cause I love in my head. I have a, I, I want them to go like, wait, what? And then turn around and then I'm gone. I'm like a ghost. Yeah, They
1: can't even try to fight it. They're just, you're stuck with it now. Yep. enjoy you're ridiculous too.
0: Exactly. I want to be like the Johnny Appleseed of positivity, just planting little seeds of yeah, that's happiness, and then leaving.
1: Yeah, and that's you know, people like you are what we need at a time like this, especially. So even if it's little things like that, touching people oh, here man. and there, it's
0: I'll touch everyone.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually, I saw a student today at Walmart, and I touched her. What? No, I didn't. Nope, not that. <laughs> um, we're kidding. Um, I saw a former student at Walmart today. I was buying headphones for this exchange because I needed um, over-the-year headphones, and I saw her at the electronics table. She was buying an iPad for um, school, and I I couldn't help myself. I just sort of looked at her, and I looked at the cashier, and I looked at her, and then the light bulb in my brain went off, and I was like, mm, "Okay, you're gonna <laughs> all right." I do this thing where 90% of the time, if I make a decision in my head, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Not for things that are detrimental or take a lot of thought, but for impulsive decisions that are okay to be impulsive towards 90% of the time I'm doing it. The other 10%, they are impulsive decisions that probably aren't the best. <laughs> and half of that time out of that 10%, half of that, I I'm good. I talk myself out of it. The other half I need somebody to talk me out of it. <laughs> and so for like it, I uh, there was a coworker of mine a couple weeks ago. She was like, "You should get a tattoo that says I love Lisa." Cuz her name is Lisa. And I looked at her and I went, "Okay." <laughs> and an hour later I went to her with a Sharpie and I had her Sharpie her name on me and then I got it tattooed on me. <laughs> It's underneath um, Uh, melon, the bearded dragon tattoo. It's right by the melon piece and it's on there for life. (laughs) So I was at the Walmart counter and she's looking to get an iPad, but she was look at some other stuff real quick. I just need an iPad for school. And this is a kid from my first year of teaching uh, four years ago. Wow. So like she is, almost done she's a pharmacy technician now like she's about to actually like graduate and she needs the thing so in my head i was like all right buy it yeah and then she didn't realize it until like it was almost too late and she walked up to the cashier and she was like okay listen don't because she's grown she's old enough to like You know, she's not a kid. She can't be like, no, don't. She was like, all right, listen, it's fine. I have the money. Don't. And I looked at the cashier and I was like, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. This is happening. And she was like, "Ah, don't, Mr. And she walked and she started pacing a little bit. And then she came back and she was like, beep. And I just did it (laughs) mid-sentence. And I know that... I couldn't help it I couldn't help it I only went I was trying to buy a $25 pair of headphones and I walk out spending $400 on this iPad
1: (laughs) but you know what at least you're you're putting the the power that you have to somewhat good like you could be typical Florida going out spending $400 on meth but no you're putting that money to something good
0: yeah I mean a a typical I make my own meth let's let's not fool ourselves (laughs) If you're from Florida, you should know how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I, for legal purpose, for legal purposes, I do not make meth. Don't come for me. I do not want to get fired.
1: Oh, so this is
0: a wild episode.
1: So on previous episodes of our podcast here, my best friend Spencer and I are currently in a weight loss competition, like the tenth one we've tried, but we're actually like trying to give a shit about it this time because let's, let's, I'll be real. We're both fat and we both want to not be fat. So, So, but obviously you've documented it on your own social media as well, that you've Mm. lost a decent amount of weight as well. So do you have any sort of advice, tips, anything that you would put out there to people that are saying, I'd like to lose some weight?
0: My weight loss actually has an interesting story behind it. Um, I actually now this is where we get a little serious. Okay. Um, I am. I don't know exactly when this started. I think it started like right around when my classes really started getting heavy. My senior year. Um, I started drinking heavily. I am. I am an alcoholic. I guess I don't, you know, care if people drink around me and I'm, you know, not one of those that's like I'm sober, I'm sober, I'm. And i call like, I don't. Yeah. No, nobody really. But it's relevant to this story. So I, it's relevant to the story because I I started drinking um, hard cider every day, which is full, full, full of sugar. It is so full of sugar. Oh yeah. And. I was drinking like two 24 ounce cans of hard cider a day, which is not recommended (laughs) by any doctor or any friend who cares about you because the caloric intake of the uh, two of those was like 1200 calories. Wow. Yeah. And then by the end of it, I was up to like five. So Mm -hmm. no wonder I gained 200 pounds and then I also would go to work and not eat breakfast and not eat lunch and then be starving by the time I got off. So I would just pig out on fast food and then sleep. And so it just life got in the way. Um, then in December, I was like, hey, let's like, this is neither fun nor funny anymore. Let's change. Um, so I asked my best friend, Brian, to help me he had gone to the gym for a little while, he had gotten back into it recently, and I was always a little jealous, um but I was happy for him, but I was more so jealous that I couldn't muster up the strength to do it myself and Then I just finally asked him, he brought me as a guest, and I was hooked because I had tried to lose weight before, but I did it for me this time. I wasn't doing it to because there were some people there are some people in my family that did not enjoy the way I looked because they had to explain to people who I was in relation to them. Mm. And, you know, I was the fat relative and that's embarrassing, especially in small town, you know, Florida, where you're always under the microscope. Um, so I decided to do it for myself. I wasn't living for anybody else. And that's really when all the good things started coming to my life, when I stopped living for other people. Um, I lost 90 pounds in two months. Wow. I sw- – yeah, yeah. It was a little bit too quick. I got a little bit of loose skin, but I don't care about that. It's a reminder of where I yeah. was. I started going to the gym three days on, one day off. Um, and it just – Doing a lot of cardio and then hitting some muscle, like some target muscles, like two different muscle groups alternating. I would do at least a half hour of cardio. I started off small just walking. I haven't ran a a step. I haven't run one single step. I have – what I do is I take a caffeine supplement and then I get on the treadmill and I strut to my music, like stomp on the – and I get – I sweat – I work up a sweat more than almost everybody there by the end of my time, and I'm having fun while I'm doing it, and that was the secret. That absolutely. Was the key. But you have to not be afraid of people kind of staring at you while you do it and being like, "Who's this dude? Like doing his thing?" But I put sunglasses on so I don't make eye contact with people, and I just let the entire gym evaporate around me. Um, what else? I also got a kitchen scale. Okay. That was thats that's a game changer. get a kitchen scale, not to measure like the you know protein or calories. I didn't calorie count at all. Um, the kitchen scale was purely so I didn't overeat. I didn't trust myself not to overeat. Sure. I don't know what a serving size is because clearly my serving size is a little bit larger than the average person, considering I was three hundred and seventy five pounds at my highest so it was the mental motivation of do it for you. Let's breathe a little bit easier. Let's stop our ankles from hurting so much. You know, you can't stand for more than 15 minutes at a time. And you are a high school teacher that needs to stand. Yeah. Um. Then, you know, figure out a medium to do it that works for you, whether that's walking around a lake or strutting your ass off on the treadmill. There's that mental aspect, and then there's the how are you going to do it, the medium that you're going to do it, and then what are you going to do to change your diet? And I would say the diet, starting off, 40% healthy, 60% unhealthy. Because eating healthy is
1: boring. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, bo- it's awful. It's boring. So, And then even when you're trying to be fully healthy, you should still have like 25% unhealthy stuff. Otherwise you're going to go nuts. Yeah. But that's basically my, so far I've lost about 140. Well, that's extremely impressive. It's, it, it was much needed.
1: Yeah. And it, I think, like you said, the biggest thing to overcome is, is the mental aspect of it all is to get is just to get yeah. over that hurdle, to get yourself out there, to just get started and do it. Cause then once it becomes a routine, then you feel more accustomed to what you're doing. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I know there's plenty of people that listen to this show. No offense to anybody that want to or should lose some weight. So feel free to take this advice and run with it.
0: Yeah, if you don't want to lose weight, you don't have to for you. I mean, unless the only reason I would be like, hey, you might want to think about it is if it's actively impeding your personal health like it was for me. Um, I literally could not stand for more than 15 minutes at a time and at age 24 that's not okay that was not no. good not good for my job not good for my life i mean my breathing was real shallow and i couldn't walk without like going from my classroom to the main office was always like oh god i gotta because i would be out of breath by the time i was there horrible yeah. horrible just you know that would be the only instance to intervene is if it's you know impeding the actual livelihood of someone, but yeah, of course you know that's a that's a slippery slope, oh,
1: of course, yeah so well this... <laughs>
0: it's a slippery slope to to gauge whether or not someone's livelihood is being affected by their weight, so don't take my words as for anyone who's listening, don't take my words as like oh you think your friend has back problems, go call them fat. <laughs> don't do that.
1: Yeah. Not don't it, let people yeah. make that decision for themselves.
0: Yes. Mind your business.
1: <laughs> so I got two more things real quick. So one, I got to mm-hmm. say my favorite videos personally of yours is the Mr. krebs and the plankton impressions. <laughs> that shit cracks me yeah. up every time. And Thank you. (laughs) When it's like different TikTok phrases or stuff like that, as those characters, that stuff makes me lose (laughs) my mind. So, I was going to throw a quick game out there. I got two TikTok phrases. I was going to let you pick do one as Mr. Krabs, do one as Plankton. And (laughs) I think a lot of people would get a kick out of this, I know, besides myself. All right. Okay. So, the two phrases, my two favorite ones right now is that type of shit don't phase a player and the other one is mm-hmm. I ain't got to get naked for no tennis bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'll let you take your pick on which one you want to do is which, but those those are the ones I'm I already I already right. have it. Go for it. Just <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, this is hard. This is hard now that I now that I got to really. Well, crabs, I ain't got to get naked for no tennis bracelet, but I got. <laughs> <point. laughs> what was the other one? Oh God, that type of yeah, yeah. Well, that type of shit don't phase a player. <laughs> this type of shit is what makes a hater when you got it out the mud, boy. Bring it up. <laughs>
1: if you if you could do that wouldn't you do it all the time of course that's what oh my god i was flip-flopping all week i was like should i ask him to do that i'm so fucking glad i did oh my yes. god yes that was oh, that awesome. was perfect i don't think that could have went any better than i could have hoped yeah. for
0: <laughs> Woo.
1: Oh, boy. God, I love podcasts. yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, I'm telling you, we're only we're about 10 episodes in now. And it's just it's crazy to to break it down to the point where, I mean, I'm sure you see this on your level, too. But even from my standpoint is that people will take the time to listen to you. And yes. I feel like that's like that's what blows my mind the most is one of my first episodes got over 250 listens. And I was like, 250 people took the time to listen to me talk for an hour. And I just feel like that that is really like I don't know that's what keeps me going that's makes I mean I, bran- I try to branch out as much as I can I will rifle off to anybody like who wants to be on here let's just let's just make it let's make it a thing
0: yeah I mean there's so many that's the thing about I mean, there's so many conversations to be had there's so many different types of people oh god it's like an, end- it's an
1: oh, endless possibilities yeah, I mean look at guys like Joe Rogan Joe Rogan's been doing a podcast for 10 years now
0: it's the OG podcast, OG mako of the uh, the OG podcast guru Joe Rogan himself.
1: Yeah, I mean he, I mean he started out small and now he's got he's got hundred million dollars from Spotify. So. Hundred million dollars. Do you remember
0: when he was the humble days of him being sponsored by Fleshlight <laughs> and everybody laughed at him? Everyone laughed at him. Why would you? How like? Oh God, you're getting sponsored by a sex toy company. Look at you, stooping to a new low. Who is laughing all the way to the bank now, oh, Mister Joe jo- Joe Rogan?
1: Absolutely. So. I, the last thing I wanted to touch on is, like we've touched on a few times here, people mm-hmm. listen to what you have to say. Your message is always prominent in your videos about you just want to do good for people. So I'll just I'll give you the table here to leave a message of, of kindness, of motivation to people, just to, you know, what, what's your overall message. At the end of the day, you can say, this is what I'm trying to accomplish for people.
0: Of course. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking directly to you here. This is your friendly neighborhood, Mr. Hamilton, giving you a last place. I boil my life down to the most reductive. I try not to complicate things. I try not to overcomplicate things. My motto in life is simple. It's four words that I live every single day by. I make every choice by. Four words. Don't be a dick. (laughs) That's... And I'm serious. And that is all that that is how I live my life. And you can phrase that however you want. You don't have to put it as crude as I do. But don't be rude. It takes so little effort to be positive. And I have been guilty of being the negative force in a lot of people's lives. But you know, as long as you, you know, turn over a new leaf and you try to put that positivity back out there, then you can rectify almost any situation. Almost any. But the main thing to remember is don't be a dick. It takes so little effort to be positive. You would be surprised at how little effort it takes to make somebody's day, to make someone's life, to world, to put the change out there. So that's,
1: that's really, what absolutely. And like, that's, you know, any, like you said, that's generic. And I mean, the people that listen to this show, they will, they will take it as don't be a dick, but anybody can translate that into however they want right. to take it. And at the end of the day, that's, you know that's the message you're trying to give and i hope that gets across to as many people as it can i do too (laughs) so but for anybody that um wants to follow you on social media you are at ch steakhouse on instagram currently let's get them more followers let's get them verified because i know you got a couple people out there now that are trying to copy your accounts and copy your your Venmo yes. and all that, so...
0: That's, that, I didn't realize that was an issue. I guess that's where the verification comes in.
1: Yeah, so w- let's get that happen. And then, of course, on TikTok, he is yeah. at Mr. Hamilton. Do it. D- <laughs> I want everybody that listens to this, go do at the ham dance, because that... I love that shit. I'll watch every single one. <laughs> so, but...
0: I'm just so appreciative of all the love that I've been shown. I I haven't been shown this much love by some members of my own like immediate family, much less complete strangers. So this is, I, I do want to take the time to thank everyone listening. You know, if you do follow me or if you're thinking about it, or if you're going to follow me later and check out my stuff, thank you.
1: Yeah. And thank you for taking the time to talk to me. This was a good time. This was and awesome. Thank you for absolutely. having me. It's exciting because you posted a TikTok maybe about 20 minutes before we got on here and said, I'm going to be on a podcast. And there were, hundreds of comments people saying drop the link drop the link and you know what this is going to drop first oh, yeah. thing tomorrow morning and we'll have that link and share it across your social medias everybody share this like subscribe. We're on apple podcast yes. google podcast spotify and anchor which publishes awesome. the app uh, which is the publishing app for this podcast um coming up shout out, yeah, to, shout anchor. out to anchor they're doing they're helping me out and Hopefully, you know we'll have you know you'll get your own podcast going here soon. Eventually, very yeah, that'll be exciting stuff.
0: We it's not just going to be me. I'm going to have like a little bit some like a situation where you have where you have like a guest host that's just there all the time. A very specific guest host. Very cool. Yes, we're it's going to be. um,
1: I guess we can say it. We've already we've
0: already made the plan. It's going to be K Temps.
1: Very cool. Yes, that's exciting stuff, and then. I'm so excited. It's the, you know, and we'll say it from the Filthy Podcast to you. Welcome to the podcasting world. And uh, thank you. It's such a warm welcome. It's exciting stuff going forward, coming up on the Filthy Podcast in the next couple episodes. I'm finally going to sit down with Cousin Brian. Me, Spencer, and Brian are going to go over some of our most legendary stories break down some would you rather we got i got an episode coming up i'm gonna try my first solo podcast on the importance of mental health so that's a special project to me i'm looking forward to that and i appreciate everybody who still listens and i can't wait to get this episode out there yes i can't wait to hear it absolutely well thanks everybody for listening remember this is another episode of the uncut unedited uncircumcised Filthy Podcast, catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Don't forget, like, comment, share, subscribe. I appreciate every single one of you. I'll see you next time. Bye.